0: this week's three legs four wheels f1 podcast it's paul here with sean chris and lee and a couple of half crazed cats so if you're any crashing during this you can definitely blame them too. or pirelli nah. yeah or, or pirelli it's all pirelli's fault no
1: get t- no get down
0: not 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 you listeners bruno
1: sorry he is climbing the art
0: <laughs> art criticism is not something a cat usually does uh right where were we yeah baku all pirelli all pirelli's fault we done <laughs> that was a that was a race in a bit, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, f- I mean, it, like flag to flag thriller as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, it made, it made up for uh, last time out and
2: the next race. Yeah, do yeah, know, d- who knows. It's, so, it's, it's France, we've got road, an
0: idea. It it's Paul Ricard, we know what's going to happen.
2: <laughs> no, I'm I'm I have faith. I oh, have faith God. that we must that we might finally get a decent
1: france right can we clip that and have it ready for like two weeks time yeah yeah well (laughs) yeah easily done hang on
0: that slight technical cock-up never actually happened um yeah it's easily it's easily done to clip lee hang on i've done
2: it now i've done it now without pausing or (laughs) stopping so the thing is and this this is my thought on it even boring races should be interesting this year because of how close Mercedes and Ferrari, uh, Mercedes and Red Bull are.
1: you saw Monaco though
2: monaco's different That's <laughs> a
1: <shit> tip, anyway.
2: <laughs> i mean even 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 poor Rickard there's more chance of overtaking than there is monaco, but the list, at least you've got a couple of big long straights for d r s shenanigans there
0: yeah but the way that, the way that that circuit is flood you said it best two years ago. It's a test track, so everything oh, runs everything runs in testing conditions, which means all the cars go to their expected ability, so you just get a parade with no changes
3: unless yeah, that's cars fair. That are that's really fair. close.
2: yeah but that's what i'm saying if 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 the if the Red Bull and Mercedes are close to each other, I think that at least you're going to get some d r s
0: Keeper going on, it, maybe. unlike last time, maybe being able to pass and stay on track and keep the position.
1: Maybe,
2: maybe.
0: Because yeah, I think the just about the only pass that happened during uh, during the race after lap one last time got taken away from Danny Rick. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um.
0: So yeah, Baku. I mean, where where to begin? Um, the tyres certainly were an issue.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, two of them were. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do we know yet if it was actually um, tyre failure or whether it was a piece of debris that so just got into either tyre?
1: Pirelli I have know. said that their initial investigations have shown that both Stroll's and Verstappen's had a puncture, as did Lewis.
0: When did Lewis get a puncture? He had he had What's a cut on his tyre
1: when they examined it after. Yeah.
0: Was that anything? Was that anything to do with sliding with the wheel locked up Probably, for about three yeah. miles? Yeah,
1: it obviously hadn't imploded at that <laughs> point, but he had a cut on his tire.
0: So it could
3: be.
1: Something was it Wasn't the, the, curves, the... Like
2: Silverstone that year?
1: Yeah, similar. Yeah, I think.
2: I, d- I don't think the tires he locked up were the ones that had the cut on them. Um. I think the t- I think the tires that had the cut on them were the ones that were changed. Uh, oh, during the, the, the red restart. flag.
1: I see. Yeah.
2: Which I must say, like, props to Red Bull. Your, your man from Red Bull when he got on the blower to um is it Michael Nessie? Is it Michael Nessie? Massey. Michael Massey. 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 Yeah. Um saying that, you know, it's you've got tire failures here. It was a good job to red flag this race and make it so everyone can change tires because that wasn't that wasn't the best thing for Red Bull at that time. And I think it was it 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 was a good racy attitude mm-hmm. rather than Maybe if we could just hang around here for five laps, find a safety car, we've won the race anyway.
1: Yeah, it was the sporting thing to do, wasn't it? It was the Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean it, it was their sporting director, so he's a very That's his job. sporting director.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe the performance director was there going, What the fuck
1: are you doing? You need to perform Or <laughs> <laughs> well, Helmut Marco just there with like a a pickaxe or something in the background <laughs> ready to take him out. <laughs> the,
0: the, the best comment I saw on, um, on Sunday about Helmut Marco was when he was um, having everything explained to him by one of the Red Bull engineers. And um, we'd all come to the conclusion it was Pirelli's fault. And it was the first time that Marco has been confronted by a problem that he can't resolve by sacking someone because he can't sack Pirelli. <laughs> Just had a great idea. Although apparently Pirelli will be in the number two seat in AlphaTauri if
2: they don't book their ideas up. <laughs> I've just had a great idea. Oh God! You could have a magic Marco, you're know, like a magic eight ball, but like when you shake when you shake him, his glass eye fucks around, and then it, and then when it stops, it, it's got like a, a like a, a statement on it. Generally, what, you're what, fired. Y- you're sacked. You can't. Yeah. You That's can't, the you Danny
1: Kiviat edition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, the Danny Kiviat edition has got an extra. You're rehired. <laughs> So um, shall we uh, shall we go through the uh, go through the teams? Or have we got any other sort of general comment comments to make? Because I think we've. We, I, I
1: was going to it's say, all
2: going to come out when we do the teams.
1: Isn't I it? think you are correct.
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: Uh, right, we'll start with um, we'll start with Williams Russell uh, classified seventeenth didn't finish because his gearbox died after the uh, after the restart and Latifi. Sixteenth, and couldn't serve his penalty because Russell's gearbox died and blocked the pit lane.
1: Yeah, so this was a bit of a fuck up, wasn't it? That he got the penalty because the car, that the safety car had to go through the pit lane, and they were going to box him for a pit stop, and then they decided last minute not to pit him, so they said stay out, which he misunderstood to mean stay on, stay the on track. the track. So yeah,
0: and all of a sudden gained two places.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, and got a 10-second penalty, uh, stop-go penalty, which as yeah. you say, he couldn't serve, so then he had that added on to his race time.
0: Which was which was 30 seconds. Yes. Um, that was just an all-round general set of cock-ups. The engineer said the wrong thing to him, but he should have questioned about well why is everyone heading through the pits and you're telling me to stay out
1: yeah surely if everyone else goes that way you, you, something in the back of your mind must go oh what's what's happening if the safety car's gone that way what what's happening here then
3: just miscommunication isn't yeah. it don't, maybe, maybe they didn't tell him that everyone was going through the pit lane
1: yeah with, with hindsight it should have been come through the pit lane but don't stop or something along that lines yeah
0: yeah um russell on the other hand Looks a little bit racy and was in danger of overtaking Bottas at one point.
1: Everyone was in danger of overtaking Bottas. But well,
0: Williams shouldn't
3: race a Mercedes, remember? True. No.
1: That's why his gearbox went pop, Toto, during that red flag with a spanner.
0: In the billiard room?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> F1 Cluedo. Yeah,
3: careful, George. You need to remember who you're driving for.
0: Now apparently um, he has had uh, he has had more meetings with Mercedes, and the rumor is, hire me or fire me. Uh,
3: yeah, we alluded to this a little bit last week, didn't we?
0: Yeah. But, um and it turns out he's sick of fighting for sixteenth place.
1: Yeah. Seems fair.
0: Yeah, put him put him in the good car, and he'll be fighting for first, as he's proved. Yeah, pretty much. But. Um yeah, I mean you know, Williams kind of when they were running performed as expected. Which is behind everyone else and faster than Haas.
3: Yeah, they're not miles off the pace like they were a couple of years ago. They they're on the same lap ish most of the time, but yeah. They're still way,
0: way back. Yeah. Uh right, onto the cluster that is Haas. Oh, um, you know, Chris, you noticed uh, Mazeppin can change his engine modes when he's not in Monaco?
3: Yes, he did. Charlie 85 was not possible in Monaco, but Charlie
2: 87, <laughs> certainly possible in Baku. <laughs> Should have put pim- boobs on Charlie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's easier to get Charlie in Baku than it is Monaco, then? Probably
3: cheaper. Well... Less pure probably
1: (laughs) (laughs) There was uh, also for Haas a near wanker moment When they released Schumacher with one tyre Not entirely attached And yet he still came out of the pits ahead of Mazepin Somehow yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who um, during the mid part of the race Was lapping 8 seconds a lap slower than the leaders
1: Oh hell
3: I wonder if he had an issue that we haven't been told about, other than the fact he's driving a Hass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that is a, that is a big enough issue to begin with. But um, I mean, th- they have become the joke team this season. More so, more so when they had the non-energy drink sponsor, non-energy drinks. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, they've got their excuses in early. We're not developing the car until uh, until next year. Um, we've got two rookies. Ha ha, we've got all the money.
1: They'll spend some of it then.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe a, a go-fast
1: pedal. Yeah, they're not developing the car. It kind of looks like they've not finished the car.
0: I don't think they've developed the car since Fred Flintstone test drove it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing you can say about them really, because apart, aside from the pit stop, they didn't really interfere with anyone's race. Um, they were only holding each other up, especially, especially on the last lap, which Gunter is apparently, uh, he had words with them about it. Don't know whether there was any fuck slamming or anything like that. (laughs) I hope so. But aside from, aside from that, um, not really noticeable. Anyone got anything else?
3: Not really. No. They were not completely really. anonymous, so, so as you say, aside from the um, unattached wheel nut, which I don't know if the engineer spotted it before Schumacher did, but he's very close to not cross the pit lane mm. line to, uh, you know, to, so that they could actually wheel him back and get that sorted out.
0: Right. Next up, Mercedes by virtue of finishing positions
3: yes the third worst team or seventh best if you will <laughs>
0: um eight best
3: eighth best yeah eighth Sorry, best.
0: I can't <laughs> count. i'm just making sure now you've got every team on it yes you have um yeah right what okay where do you start um all right hamilton was in second at the restart yeah um managed to put the car further up the further up the grid than Bottas thanks to uh thanks to getting a decent tow in qualifying but that's what qualifying's about Bottas getting pissed off that he'd been sent out to do a lap and give every tom dick and harry a tow according to Ted Kravitz.
1: Andy got shot on in qualifying mm. as well by the St. noda red flag. I've lost count of the red flags in qualifying. Yeah, I think it
0: was a Tsunoda one,
3: yeah. For there
1: were many. There were many, but yeah, that was... I think he didn't actually get to set a time in Q3. Or he did, but it was the shitty slow one when he had Hamilton on his box. Oh, I
0: think I think he was... Um, I, th- I think at one point it was like 20, 25, seconds when he, 25 seconds off pull when Christ. he was doing an installation lap. mm and Hamilton was about eighteen. I know they they went they out to two do warm f- laps. Remember? Yeah, they went out to do a full charge. Uh, they did an extra full charging lap, and it just all went wrong. But it's, but Bottas's race performance.
3: I mean, do we blame that on the rear wing, or the fact that Bottas said the rear wing is exactly the same thing?
1: Well, that's yeah. the thing. He he seemed to not have a preference for the rear wing so if he's chosen that rear wing then even if it is the rear wing's fault it's kind of Bottas's fault
3: yeah for not being able to choose the better option
1: yes but
0: when when you've got a car running second Mm -hmm. you know you don't expect to have a car running 10th
1: and somehow he was always 10th when the pit stops happened he didn't seem to gain a place or lose a place at any point he was just always anonymously 10th
0: until he got completely done, yeah. And I think
1: his tyres went, didn't they? Because they pitted him again under one of the safety cars. Mm.
0: <clears throat> but then didn't really make up anything. And I mean, twelfth. It's. I think he's already been told that this is his last season.
3: But David they're not, but they're, they're not making it public. The
0: same,
1: mm.
3: yeah. David Coulthard said that when he was told at McLaren he was uh, he basically had 18 months notice. Um he was told that in the middle of a season that he'd have one more full season and they weren't going to renew his contract because they'd signed Montoya. And uh I think the same thing's happened to Bottas. I think they have been told he's not having his contract he's not having his contract renewed and they've told him early so
2: he can try and find another seat perhaps. Um, if, if any do not are think available, he said something. Do you, do you not think he would he would make it known though if that was happening? Might might not be allowed to yet. Maybe.
1: Uh, I mean, remember, I re- think-
0: remember when remember when Montoya left McLaren? Um, he came out and said, "I'm racing in NASCAR next year." And then Ron Dennis said, "Well, you can go now, for all I'm concerned."
1: Well, it happened to yeah. Gasly, didn't it? I think he said he was replacing Kvyat before he did, and
0: then
2: didn't
1: Marco? Yeah, shipped him off to Super GT for a year to. Sort of punish him. Yeah.
2: Um, I I personally think that uh, they need to get rid of Bottas like now, well like, before because you've got three races back to back now, um, and the you, you, they they can't they no. can't risk <clears throat> it. No, we've got France and two races back to back. Yeah, but the uh, we've we've got like a two week break, haven't we? Yeah. Now, so. They 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 need to make this decision now and get and get George Russell in the car. Who are you? Because otherwise, Yeah, or whoever he. Not even. I, I'll, I'll take the like the British racing driver uh, bias out of it, and who, whoever they decide, like be it Hulkenberg or a fucking who, whoever it is. Uh, Anyone that they think can do a better number two job than what Bottas is doing right now. Because I'm sure people will will turn around and say, oh yeah, well, Bottas, it was probably just a blip and he'll be back to his mediocre best. But um, (laughs) if he's not, if if he's not and this is the beginning of him failing... They can't win either championship.
0: I mean, this not being a podcast to do any um, unfounded rumour or conjecture in the slightest, you got to see a lot of Stoffel in the Mercedes garage
2: this weekend.
1: Oh, did we? I didn't notice him. <clears> that mm, not shows how much attention to, I was paying. Yeah. Oh,
2: Excuse me, too Stoffel. Too much of a gamble again, though, it? Yeah. Too <laughs> much of a gamble. But, so well, I mean, for the rest of the season, perhaps not.
1: But then well, they've well, got to find you, someone else to it, stick in their Formula it, E car. Formula E yeah. That's less of a problem. Yeah. No, nobody
0: cares if
3: Stoffel wins.
1: Bottas to Formula E.
0: <laughs> I would say because it uh, went so well for Massa after he finished in <laughs> F1.
2: Yeah, I'd say the the more likely thing to happen there would be that they had to give Williams a driver, mm. and you, they they would give them uh, Stoffel because he hasn't raced in F1 for ages. <laughs> you can't expect to stick. Stoffel van Dorn in a Mercedes and have him help win a world championship, no, just like that. It yeah. would be a swap. Surely,
3: if it was George Russell as we surmise it probably is, it would be a straight swap: Russell for Bottas.
2: I don't know. You would you would think so for um, Valtteri's sake, but maybe, maybe maybe he doesn't want
3: to do it. I agree with what you said about Mercedes are going to struggle to win two titles if this is how Bottas's performance is going to Mm -hmm. play out for the rest of the season. Um, That then turns Lewis Hamilton, as Paul said before the podcast, into Max Verstappen. No wingman, therefore no defence, no attack. Um, So, you know, it it makes it incredibly difficult to do it all by yourself, no matter how good your car is. So, but at the same and, time, and then, eye- and
0: then made all the more difficult by the fact that your nearest competitors in Red Bull now appear to have two cars capable of running at the front, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, so but I do think Mercedes w-
3: are very reluctant to swap mid season, um,
1: yeah, exactly.
2: because
1: will, will this be and this is probably more one for Red Bull, but it's just come into my head, so I'm going to say it now. Is this the first Red Bull win by not Max Verstappen since Monaco 2018? Yes, Jesus
3: which was Daniel Ricardo was it? it, was, not? it and was. His car that day was broken, don't forget. Mm. Ricardo's car that day was fucked.
1: Yeah,
0: what was it? Um it lost the MG UK so it was something like um 60 horsepower down. 160. Yeah. Was it was wow. 160. Christ. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> yeah, so and I think he was doing he was lapping about 4 seconds slower than he should have been, but no one could get past. <laughs>
0: The only really thing, massive. the the only thing I remember that race for was the um, was the Swan dive into the pool in the Energy Centre at the end of it.
1: It yeah. was good formation.
0: <laughs> Bit too much splash. I think Olympic judges would have marked him down. <laughs> and there was also concern over um, Eddie Jordan's wig at the time. I seem to remember because he was there with them.
1: Oh, I thought the Eddie Jordan wig was a Mark Weber win. Was that a Web- was that a Weber And one? his glasses came off, so then he was doing like little dives trying to find his glasses.
0: But he'd obviously well, his hair. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I think
0: when you get in the pool you have to wear a chin strap with them, don't you? Not the glasses. <clears throat> anyway, anyway. Right, so Hamilton, um decent pretty decent drive up to um up to the red flag. Um, kept complaining that he couldn't get um couldn't get close for an overtake though. And that just goes along with everything that we've said about Mercedes for years that they're not good at following.
2: They've uh, like, but it was said during the race, wasn't it, this weekend, that they were following better than any other car.
0: Um, I didn't, I
2: didn't hear that, but um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even even the way um, Hamilton was hanging onto the back of the um, the Red Bulls, that's what makes Bottas's lowly finishing position even worse is because they, they they seem to be really good at following people this weekend
1: well one of them did
2: yeah
0: well, i don't know bottas was quite good at following people he was following uh 11 <laughs> others over the line
2: there's a difference between following and shadowing <coughs>
0: <laughs> sorry about keeping coughing down i've got something i've got frog in me or something oh so, dear
1: yeah. <coughs> mm.
0: try and get rid of it jesus it. jesus I'll have a drink, see if that sorts it. Um, but yeah, I mean, Hamil- Hamilton was running really well. and we, ha- we had all the usual complaints, which I think we're just immune to now. So, oh, the tires are gone. Not getting the power out of this turn. Uh, Seize the wrong shade of pink, I don't know. I, g- I gave up listening a while back. Um, Yet yeah, he's there hanging on in third place. You know, Vettel, was- Vettel wasn't close enough to get to, to get to him at the time uh, but he, he couldn't get that last second over Perez he came close under DRS um, a couple of times
3: but yeah but he didn't, didn't have just didn't have the delta to mm-hmm. be able to pass I feel
2: if, um, if if the like the craziness with Verstappen's tyres hadn't have happened I think uh, Vettel would have been able to get past Hamilton with tyres
0: well, as it, t- it turns out, if um, Hamilton did have a cut in his tyre and a puncture, yeah, then... I mean, he, might, he might not have needed yeah. to get past his <laughs> yeah.
1: tyres. He'd have got past him mm. while yeah. Hamilton was going side on into a wall, yeah. probably. Stay, stay, yeah,
2: on, stay on track and wait. No, and Vettel's lucky. It would have been while well he was trying to get past him that his wheel went and we went to the side of him. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't happen, and at least he's happy. Yeah. Yes.
3: Well' uh, yeah, talk uh, about lewis hamilton for for a second um as part of the mercedes team that other in in the eighth out of ten <laughs> at Baku um been defended by Totoball saying he hardly ever makes any mistakes
2: uh, no, but you made a mistake. So you know, <laughs> mm, he's. Uh, I'd argue as well. That he hasn't been under pressure for a long time. I think was was it this week or last week? I, I was. I, I mentioned that but, you know it's. Yeah. He's we'll had he's recently. had an he's had an easy ride of Formula One, uh, of late, and it's it's interesting seeing how he's coping with it, not being like Formula Lewis. Mm.
1: And with with respect to Perez as well, it wasn't. Him battling a title contender, he was stuck behind the, the number two
0: driver, stuck behind the second mm. Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- but then we then we come to the restart. Hamilton starting in second. Um,
2: very smoky brakes. Unbelievably smoky, like mm. it was like the car was on fire at one point. And um
0: accidentally caught the infamous Mercedes magic button and shot off into the distance the wrong way.
3: Not ideal. Yeah, the brake magic, which is a lever mm. that um helps to warm up the brakes during a warm up lap, formation lap, but you're not you can't put full pressure in, so you're not supposed to really have it on
2: at any time when you're driving. So I suppose I suppose it was magic, one tap of the brakes and his chance of winning the Grand Prix disappeared <laughs>
0: I mean, for those that haven't seen it, Autosport have done an, uh, um, an explanation of what the, uh, what the brake magic does, and basic, basically it um, pumps 90% brake balance into the front wheels, which is about um, 35-40% to 40% more than normal, mm-hmm. and um, also um, prevents the MG UK from recovering energy. Which is the kinetic energy storage, the the brakes
2: generate, which means you basically got no back brakes either, I believe,
0: none whatsoever, and it puts all the uh, puts all the um, temperature from the brakes rather than into the M- uh, MGUH into the or the MGUK, sorry, into the front tires, so it overheats mm. them, and of course overheated tires yeah. are. More prone to locking than cold tires.
1: So, what's the benefit of it? Is this is this for warm up? It gets yeah, it's it's tyre it's tyre warming. Because it on doesn't the, sound very magic at this point. It sounds like a hassle. Yeah, <laughs> it's tyre warming on the formation lap. Fair enough.
0: Because you're not you're not likely you, to need
2: to break. It makes you wonder whether they've gone more aggressive with the magic button this year because <laughs> they've had the um, the uh, das taken off
0: them. Possible. Yeah, because that was purely there for getting heat in the tyres. Mainly under, uh, mainly under slow, slow speed behind a safety car or a formation lap.
2: Yeah, you know, it- and, and it looks necessary now. You know, it. You can see there's something um, missing from the, just the team in general. You know, it's and they're struggling with tire warm up again all of a sudden. So, it. You know, I know they talk the dash system down, but clearly they all that time and research went into something because they've really deemed it necessary
0: yeah if the, if the tires aren't getting heated up during um during slow laps then I, I wonder was it like a last last gasp attempt at doing something uh to make it work maybe and it certainly seems like it so basically what happened is lewis turned off the uh, the brake magic on the grid and then accidentally hit the button, which is on the back of the steering wheel, um, trying to get out of um, trying to get out of Perez's way. On the restart, and cooked the brakes, and cooked the tyres, and did a good job down the access road.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, that was the only saving grace for him, really, wasn't it? That he didn't plough into anyone, and sort of just went off by himself and had his own little trip around Baku.
0: <laughs> and then, before you know it, 15th. Just to say it again, behind both Hasses. Oh, well, I stri- think he actually crossed the line 16th he because did. Latifi wasn't able to take his penalty. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow that makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> he only got 15th because of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Toto is a little bit pissed off, to say the least. Um, apparently, the f- their form was unacceptable. I would argue that the form of Lewis Hamilton up to that point
3: wasn't unacceptable, but it's unacceptable to make that kind of mistake. Um Valtteri Bottas has had a couple of bad races now, and if he doesn't improve, then that does become form, and that kind of form
0: will see you out of that seat very quickly. Because yeah, I mean, you've, you've got to wonder where we would have finished in Monaco if they'd have been able to get the tire off. Mm. And
3: also, yeah, but and I don't you think know, it, I don't going think for that, races before that as yeah,
0: well. I don't think it would have been a pleasant finish. No jokes about happy endings. Oh dear. I was just getting in there before Lee did. But, um, you know, he wasn't doing great in Monaco before the uh, before tie got stuck.
3: Well, neither was Lewis Hamilton, but uh, Monaco is Monaco. Mm. Um, yeah, it's... Mercedes... He'll be back in a second. ...famed for not making very many mistakes, because when they do make a mistake, you sort of point at them and go, oh, they made a mistake. But then, you know... They're making a lot of mistakes lately. This isn't something that's very Mercedes at all, and it does need to be ironed out before it becomes something that's that happens every weekend.
2: I think the other issue they've got as well is the fact that I know that maybe people, I suppose most people, especially people listening to this podcast, would realise it, but just in case, although um, you had Monaco, where Mercedes didn't do particularly well, and which is a street circuit, or and then you go to Baku which is a street circuit and Mercedes is struggling a little bit there. People need to realize that they're two massively different circuits. You know, it's mm. they're both street circuits, but you know, it, I mean, it's you, you, you went there expecting, well I I went there expecting Mercedes to be to be the team to beat. I think Red Bull went there to expect a Mercedes to be the team to beat as well.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you've got you've got a massive long stripe, which really plays into Mercedes' hands.
2: Yeah, and it's it's not like that. That's the thing. I mean, I know the uh, like Red Bull have always sort of edged more towards aero than out and out engine performance. But let's not like be daft here that the Mercedes is a good car, you know, or, or, or we're used to seeing. Sorry, the Mercedes be a good car error wise, you know, it, it's. It's been like the total package all over as far as a car goes. So I, I wouldn't have even thought that if the Red Bull was particularly good around the twisty bit, if everything was equal as we'd expect it, I wouldn't have thought that they'd have been that much ahead to make up for the lack of power down the straights as well. So there's you, you are starting to wonder whether... Is there something fundamentally wrong with the Mercedes?
0: I mean, we were we're saying the other week we're comparing um, comparing this to the uh, to the what was it twenty seventeen the Diva,
2: yeah, I think it was.
0: And Chris, it was you that said sort of it only took them you know sort of a couple of slight tweaks. Ah, that's where we're getting wrong now. Now we can get more out of it. They've not found that yet.
3: They're not. No, they have. There was if you go back to the last race where they were on a. a classic circuit, if you will, uh, Spain. They did pretty well there. They also did pretty well in Portugal as well. Um, it's, I don't know what it is about street circuits. Um, maybe it's just two races in a row where they just didn't get it together. But the fact of the matter is Red Bull pretty much did get it together, and that's put a huge dent in, in, in their championship hopes, hence, hence why we're talking about them now with every other team in front of them apart from Williams and Haas.
2: Yeah.
0: It'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens with them next time in France. Just by just by nature of the circuit being a test track. Specifically designed for extracting the expected performance out of the car.
3: Yeah. Mm. France and then two Austrias and then what's after that? Britain. Silverstone, Think yeah, so. yeah, it will be won't it? So you know, the next few races should you know, by the time we get to Silverstone it should tell us a bit more about what to expect from the rest of the season. I mean, we'll we'll talk about perhaps no more street circuits, but we'll speak about that in a bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, don't don't forget that Hungary is fairly similar to Monaco.
1: It's always a good Red Bull track, Hungary.
0: You know, I mean, you know, you, you know, they say Monaco is hungry without the wall, with the walls. Mm. Or is it the other way around? (laughs) (laughs) The other way around. Hungary's
3: Monaco
2: without the barriers.
0: No, I prefer mine.
2: (laughs) Hungary's Monaco without the money. (laughs) (laughs) Don't bet on it. It's just hidden and more secret.
0: Moving on. Um, Alfa Romeo. Kimi getting his first points of the season in 10th. Good. (laughs) About bloody time. And yeah, no, it's good. It's good to see. Yeah, and for once outperforming Giovanazzi. Who?
3: Yeah, sit- Giovanazzi scored a point in Monaco, didn't he? I think. Yeah, and then they've, re- they've returned the favor. It was tenth and eleventh in Monaco, and they've just swapped
0: positions. Räikkönen getting a point, Giovanazzi finishing eleventh. Didn't really see a great deal of him during the race. It was it was the it was the anonymous Sauber syndrome again. Well, Raikkonen
3: was a bit aggressive, wasn't he, not, on Giovinazzi at the restart uh, for the final two, hence why he got ahead, I think. I think um, he was a bit, I bit didn't punchy see this. going into turn into turn three, maybe? Turn two, turn three?
1: Nice. Um, got to admit, I didn't actually notice that. <laughs> Other stuff was probably happening at that point. I'm say, there was
0: everything going on at the restart, so. But, Chris, obviously, with you being the Alfa Romeo fan that you are, you would be watching out for it more. Not really, no. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just. I think I saw Reikin and putting a move on on Giovinazzi
3: into one of the turns and thought, oh, that's interesting. Teammates having a go at each other. Just after, I think it was just around the same time, the Haas decided to have a bit of a bump. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm. But um, yeah, I mean, all you, all you can say about Alfa on this one is, and again, we're talking we're talking sort of Haas Williams territory. They did what was expected of them, which is back end of the points when there's faster cars dropped out.
3: Yeah, they've got to take advantage of what comes their way, and they have done. Um, They've scored points in two races in a row now. Uh, Williams haven't scored. Haas haven't scored. So, you know, it puts the onus on those two back teams to really up their game a little more, and we know that Haas aren't going to, so...
0: I mean, as as far as point-scoring positions go over the last two races, Mercedes have had one point-scoring finish, and Alfa Romeo have had two. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and both their cards finished ahead of both we're going to have to get you new internet Chris or some or was he actually gone gone this time
1: one whole internet no I'm still here there <laughs> it
0: is. Uh, right where are, where are we now we are Alpine a uh, bit of an unfortunate one for Ocon I think what was it five laps six laps
1: something like that yeah
0: something ridiculously early and it looks like it was um a problem caused by uh, a crash on Saturday.
1: Oh was it? I thought it was brakes. Um
0: no it um they were tracing it back to something that happened on Saturday when oh, uh, when he had an off. I think everyone had an off on Saturday at some <laughs> point didn't they? Um so yeah he gets he gets pulled in so I, th- I think he you lo- lost drive at one point as well. Um, there was a
1: little puff of something at the back of the car, wasn't there? yeah, and not
0: his gearbox didn't his gearbox go just as he came out onto
3: the street
1: um well, it was it, rattling, <clears> wasn't it? It could have been
0: I remember Ted saying it sounded like a bag of rusty nails. Mm. but yeah, the thing um at the time i've not not seen any confirmation on this one yet, but they thought it was something to do with uh, something to do with Saturday. And I mean, up until up until Stroll, we thought it was going to be the only retirement.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got a good way in, didn't we, before the uh, the action action started. And then it all then it all kicked <laughs> off. But Fernando in the top six, yeah, brilliant after the uh, the restart, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I um, mean, what was it? Tenth? Was it tenth? He started in. I think it might have been. Yeah.
0: And um, yeah, he, he was he was just passing cars for fun.
3: He's quite good at uh, Baku, though, isn't he, Alonso? Remembering, no, mm. uh, I know we mentioned it last week. His two wheeled McLaren Escapade and still finishing in the points. <laughs> and then you know he
2: thinks he could have won that race, doesn't he? If uh, I think, does he not think he could win accident. them all, though? <laughs> yeah, probably. But, but when you think of how how far back he was and like the problems he had,
3: hang on, he the, thinks uh, he could have
2: yeah. won the race for what? Sorry, for for, for that, that accident. That, that, no, um, McLaren's. It, it's two wheeled McLaren. Uh, oh, that one. Race. He thinks he could have uh, won that race. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's I can do the life in 10 minutes in a van.
2: Well, no, don't forget, um, you, you had. Uh, who won that race?
1: Was that 2017?
2: Was that Massa? Did Massa win and Stroll was third? Was,
1: no, that, it was, was Ricardo.
2: Ricardo Ricardo won-, won it. Not as second, Stroll third. Yes. Yeah. 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 No. That that's the one that uh, Alonso reckons he had the car to win the race if they hadn't have had the accident at the beginning.
1: I mean, it was a wild race, wasn't it? In, in fairness, yeah. anyone could have won that race.
0: And where did Alonso finish in that one? Ninth, a minute, a minute down. I mean, in, in fairness to him, um, he started fifty sixth on the grid.
1: <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I mean you could argue many people could uh, could have won that race Vettel could have won that race if he hadn't got massive road rage Hamilton could have won that race if his headrest hadn't come out Stroll could have won that race if he hadn't been overtaken by Bottas <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that just that just leaves Ock on. <laughs> yeah Magnuson was 7th in that one Christ Um but on this one um yeah, Alonso's definitely getting to grips with the car now. It's, it seems to be that um, he's, I don't know, he, he's, he's moulding it round him or he's um, hes managing to find a style that suits the car.
3: Yeah, I think it's going to take a little while anyway after a couple of years out to, to get back into it. But, you know, round six, he's got this year and he's got next year as well. Um, Alpine is a bit... Hit and miss, really, isn't it? Some circuits it looks amazing. Some circuits it, they look well off the pace. Uh, we'll see what it's like when we get back to, I say, classic circuits. But you know what I mean—the but uh, built for racing circuits rather than shut that road and get racing.
0: Yeah. But I mean, his his performance over the last couple of races is—you um, know—there's there's, definitely definitely signs that it's not the broken Alonso we saw at the end of his McLaren. No,
3: there's a bit of a... Not rejuvenation, but there's a there's a bit of a fight there with him now. Um, is this is this his best finish, isn't it, since he's come back? Um, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's only had... He's had three points finishes. Um, at uh, Imola, he was 10th, Portugal 8th, and he got sixth here.
3: Yeah, I think it could be a good springboard for him to... You know,
0: because I know he's desperate to overturn Ocon, who's had the better of him over the results... Um, maybe well, this is the springboard he needs well thanks to the uh, thanks to the retirement he's now just passed Ocon in the in the championship he's on 13 points and Ocon's on 12
3: we've got to finish first haven't you? let's be honest
0: yeah yeah that is that is true although Vettel's overtaken both of them <laughs> Um, but yeah I mean Alpine they always they always promise so much and un- well all right, N stone. They always promise so much and end up not quite not quite delivering.
2: Mm. It's it's going to just going to be a case of seeing what these teams do when the new rules come around, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean you know, we were saying this all the way through 2019 that 2020 was going to be sort of flying a holding pattern of a year and then obviously with the with the delay, it's this year, it's all, everything's completely in flux. And Lee, you've said all along that the only reason that Alonso's come back is for next year's cars.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On, the, well, on the off chance, he can get, like, a good car. It must him. be.
0: So... Yeah, I mean, if if you know, if him and the team can actually take take this as a springboard, they they should be ahead of AlphaTauri in the standings.
2: You know, I think so.
0: You know, their their place is battling with at at the moment McLaren and Ferrari. And and Aston Martin. Yeah, you know, AlphaTauri being very much the outliers.
2: Well, I think mm-hmm. Aston Martin and um, Alpine have been the underperformers of the year, haven't they? Oh, by a long yeah. way, by a long yeah, way. We, so- yeah, we expect Williams and Haas to have a problem. um Tauri are probably a bit f- closer at certain tracks to the top of the midfield than we thought they would be. Ferrari and McLaren, probably where we thought they'd be I, I I thought Ferrari would be a bit further back than they are. They've, they've fixed a few problems, haven't they? Somebody probably needs to check their fuel flow here. But, um, <laughs> the, uh, it, yeah, they, they just, especially Aston Martin, when you look at where that car was last year to where it is this year, no, no wonder Vettel was a bit upset.
0: Yeah, I mean, somebody ought to point out to him, And again, this is going back to what we've said for years, back to the Force India days, that team is always better in the second half of the season. Yeah, they always are, yeah. You know, I mean, going right back to Jordan, the Silverstone team gets better in the second half.
1: You mm, can't, re- you yeah, can't, a... you can't really
0: say anything for the Spiker and Midland years because there was no money and there was nobody interested in running it. And you know, I think mo- most of the staff that signed up through um, sort of "I'm available to help out" cards in supermarket notice boards.
3: Yeah, when when was it when Fretzen was driving for Jordan. And they had a really good first half of the season. It's just like, oh, what are they going to do in the second half? Because they usually pick it up after the summer break, and they really
0: did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was when it was um, it was still in with the possibility of um, drivers and constructors championships with uh, with a couple of races left. Not yeah, about three, that's right. About yeah. three races to go, and it's like, shit. You know, this 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 isn't the Jordan that we um, that we know and have a, have Bants with. Was that ninety nine? Uh, would it have been ninety nine? Was that the when ni- Schumacher broke his leg. Yeah, would have been. In that case. Don't remember the Jordan drivers, but I remember Schumacher on crutches.
3: <laughs> remember Schumacher having to jump off of a four foot high concrete wall, like six weeks after he'd broken his leg to prove his fitness. That was, was like, fuck that.
0: Uh, that was um that was the Sid Watkins test. I remember uh Who was the absolute absolute nobody that was alongside uh, Villeneuve in B.A.? Ricardo Zonta. He broke his leg and uh, Sid Watkins made him do that as well for a comeback.
2: Imagine the trouble Sid Watkins would have been in if someone did it and re-broke their leg.
0: Well, I think it was... Not fit enough to race. I think it was kind of a test. You know, if you think you're fit enough to race, you think you're going to be fit enough to jump off this
2: wall. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it covers the whole do no harm motto of a doctor, does <laughs> it?
1: It might, yeah, it might these days they might maybe go with something slightly more scientific.
2: Yeah, m- 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 maybe an ultrasound
0: instead.
1: <laughs> and this might be why yeah, maybe this is where the the uh, extraction test comes from. Yeah. I mean, I mean, ec-
2: x-rays have been around a long time, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Walls have been around longer. That's
2: that that's fucking true. <laughs> 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 I, I stand completely corrected.
1: I don't... I, I mean, are you being corrected? Did you contradict that walls had been around longer than x-rays?
2: No, no but I, I foolishly suggested that maybe some sort of science would be better than making somebody just jump <laughs> off a wall. But as Paul's just proven, jumping off a wall can be science as well. <laughs> On
0: to the most scientific team possible then, McLaren. Um <laughs> Lee, you you were talking about Danny Danny Rick before uh, before we started. I think that is that is definitely one for you to share.
2: Second worst performance of the weekend. And uh, he's I I look I'm I'm not gonna start Danny Rick bashing because I like Danny Rick and I want him to do well. Don't want him to do as well as Lando, but I'd like <laughs> him to be closer. But uh, he's essentially doing the same thing as Bottas is doing. He's consistently behind his teammate, hemorrhaging points to their closest rivals, i.e. Ferrari. And um the, the top and bottom is you had Alonso did a great race, Vettel did a great race, um Science has been on form this year anyway, so he's getting his head around Ferrari. We don't need to worry about Science, he just locked up and went down went down a access road, didn't he? Um and Perez but won a still race. Still finished ahead of Danny Ricardo. Yes, still finished ahead of Daniel Ricardo. Perez finished a race. Uh, sorry, won a race. And um that that means the guys were like who's when we've we've constantly said on this podcast this year that the guys changing teams, um, and in Alonso's case coming back, have had a tough job to do with the lack of testing. But they all seem to be in the same, getting their heads together now. And Ricardo is still in the same place as he was in the first race of the year.
0: Well, two places behind, actually, because he came seventh in Bahrain.
2: No, but a distance Mm -hmm. to Lando. Yeah.
0: Um, No, worse. He was uh, three places behind Lando in Bahrain. I think Lee is talking figuratively. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm going to get his ruler (laughs) out. I'm I'm going for the scientific method here.
2: You go jump off a wall, then. <laughs> um, but he's, uh, yeah, he's in fucking, he's in real bother. And you've got to think that you, th- there has to be a point where they start looking at Daniel Ricciardo and going, come on, man, you know, it's we've paid you lots of money to come here and be our lead driver. And not only are you not our lead driver, our rookie driver is clearly the number one in on this team now. And we've now uh, lengthened his contract to a multi-year deal. So we're invested in him as well. So, you know, what, what do McLaren do to... If, if, he, if, if he does this all year, where, what would you think if you were McLaren, if you were uh, Seidel? I think it's...
0: You've, you've got to look at his first year at Renault because it took him ages to get used to the car. And he wasn't particularly spectacular in his first year and then improved in the second you know it, t- it took him till the end of his second season to get the uh, get the um, towards the end of the second season to get the podium that he'd been promising
3: yeah um, but he, don't, he, he was it took him most of that first season to get used to the car
0: You know, maybe maybe he's just not good at hitting the ground running in a new car, uh, and he got lucky at Red Bull. I mean, don't, don't forget, don't forget. Um, in his first race, there was no, there was no possible way of getting used to the car because it was a fucking HRT.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm still, I'm not, I'm not saying that he he can't do it, and he's, but there's something. Maybe it's what like what I used to say about other other drivers. Like maybe the way the formula's gone, it's just been slowly edging away from Ricardo. Whereas certain things happening. I mean, even in Lando's situation. When you when you look at the performances Lando's been putting in, which have been pretty standout, I think this year compared to you know even the best in F one. I think he's he he's up there as far as a name for who's having a good season. Oh yeah, definitely but even he said look I'm not happy with this car like there's the, the it reacts in strange ways and there's things I would love to change change with it but I've just got to get on with it so if he's saying it's not like he's coming out going oh the car's amazing it fits me perfectly he's he's saying that, that there's, there's issues with the car but he's still performing
0: yeah i mean he's, he's kind of got the advantage because it's it's an evolution of last year's car and he drove you know he drove that last season Yep, D- Danny didn't. I'm not doing this big sort of defence on Danny because yeah, all right, he is he is struggling. Out um, of the drivers that changed teams, has only Alonso scored less than him? So yeah, yeah. Tec- technically, out of all the driver changes, not not including rookies and comebacks, yeah, he he is the furthest down.
2: Um, I mean, th- what I would argue with that as well is um, you know he's. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Cause I don't know where we put Ferrari at the minute. That's the only. That's the only issue because it looked at one point it looked like McLaren were definitely the third best car on the grid. Now Ferrari seems to have had a resurgence. But I, my argument would be that for the majority of this year so far, Daniel Ricciardo has had the third best car on the grid for the majority of the season. Um, that would be a valid argument.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree. I'd agree with that because I mean Ferrari haven't got a podium yet. McLaren have got two. Yeah, they have. Science got a podium in Monaco.
1: Sorry. Yes, he Sorry. did.
0: Yes. <laughs> Sorry. For our... Colourblind. I'm on Wikipedia. Yeah, Ferrari got one podium to McLaren's two, And, you know, while McLaren aren't fast enough to get two cars on the podium, um, they've managed it more than Ferrari, managed to get one more than Ferrari has. But it's still... You know, there's one McLaren matching a Ferrari um, every time, because Ferrari seem to do the sort of binary binary thing of when one driver has a good race, the other one the other one doesn't.
3: Yeah, but don't forget as well, Charles Leclerc is doing his his very binary thing of sixth or fourth. Um, <laughs> oh <Or> nowhere. <laughs> or the DNS is a DNS, isn't it? But yeah, six four six four. DNS 4 so he would have finished 6th in Monaco um, so put your money on Charles Leclerc to finish 6th in France
1: <laughs> sounds about right
3: so you know they might Ferrari may have only had one podium to the McLarens too but Charles Leclerc's had quite a few consistent 4th place finishes
0: <laughs> and Lando seems to finish uh, follow up a podium with um, follow up a 3rd place with a 5th Yes. So, he's, um, so if he carries on that sequence of three, five, eight, 8 he's due an eighth in France. So Danny has to um, pick things up again.
3: <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll, let, let's not go too deep into sequences. No, no, no. <laughs> no,
1: no,
0: no true. Um, on the other side of the garage, Orlando with a fist. Um, he was on it quite a lot this weekend.
1: Looked like he could have got the podium on the last lap when Leclerc caught... Hmm. Gazley,
0: yeah, because he, he was he was hanging he was hanging round just far enough behind him to take advantage if there was too much defending going on and looked like took the wrong line.
1: Yeah, I mean, at one point he looked like he was going for it, and I think just thought better of it.
0: Yeah, three three yeah. three wide round that long right hander before the main straight is not. It, it wise. would have been bold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, an- another solid performance from him. Absolutely, yeah.
3: I, I think... Lee said Paul is probably, um, <laughs> driver-wise, is probably the driver who's having the best season. Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think we'll see his first win this year. I think you'll need some shenanigans. Yeah. But I think
2: it's, it's certainly possible. Well, His I mean, first win, sorry. Lando. Sorry, sorry, I was miles away then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Fluz right. I think it'll take shenanigans.
0: It'll take shenanigans because, te- you know, technically he'll be in the fifth fastest car after the two after the two Red Bulls and the two Mercedes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still
3: think Hamilton and Verstappen will take each other out at some point. Um, that would be prime Lando territory for you know, looking at uh, looking at that. So long as he's in the right place to capitalise, that that's where it's well, you know. Yes, you can have skill. Yes, you could be having a great season or even a great race, but if you're not in the right place at the right time, the cards aren't going to fall
2: for you. Yeah. You know. Actually, so saying that, I'm 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 going to go go against what I just said and agree with Paul because I was saying just before we started this podcast, if he hadn't have been demoted, um, with and hadn't been involved in any of the subsequent shenanigans that went on, uh, he 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 could have very well have had the opportunity to win that Grand Prix. Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, I mean, that the uh, three-place grid drop was... Um, that that kind of had the potential to completely screw over his weekend.
2: What What do you think of... He on, just seems <clears> to be <throat> dead good, doesn't he? He seems to be dead good at, like, getting his head back together with things. Because do you know what I, I think was unfair about that penalty? I
0: was going to say, what What do we all think to um, how fair it was?
2: Well, rule I, rules are th- rules. Rules are rules, but I don't think he had significant time to go into the pits. What I do think is bad is the three penalty points he's got on his licence. Yeah, I would agree with that. Giving him a gridlock he... it's
3: fine, but part of the argument is that he sped up as he was going. When he realised yeah, he couldn't pit, he then accelerated further. But they,
2: did, they didn't make any... Um... They didn't bring that into sort of thought, did they? It was literally just the not going straight mm-hmm. into the pit lane was why he got it. Because realistically, I, I know it, I, I know it looked like he was speeding up, but he was trying to slow down to see what for, for an answer for what what he, what the team wanted him to do. And I don't think it was like as soon as he had gone past the pit lane, he sped up again. It was just the fact he wasn't slowing down. No, mean?
3: When he missed the pit exit, when he definitely yeah. missed it, then he then he did speed up quite a bit. Ah, right. Okay.
2: Before turn I mean, one, but again, that's not it's not what they were looking at anyway. But it just it, it feels that that felt harsh that penalty.
1: Yeah, right, it feels mate. like it would right. be unsafe to have someone barreling into what is quite a tight pit lane entry when they're going too well, fast and ill prepared.
2: Yeah, and if you if he'd have let's just say that he'd have gone in and was, in, and he just he'd have gone and harsh, lost it. But some penalties and are harsh. The pit lane. But but imagine if he crashed and blocked the pit lane when the rest of the field wanted to get back in there.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Would well, they have given penalties to everybody else who couldn't get in? I think
2: McLaren need me to represent them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know so who was the driver steward this week.
1: Oh, I can't remember, but that is easily looked up. Um, I'll get back to you in a minute. I was
2: going to say, well, while you're... <laughs> i was so happy how happy Sean was there to be given a task, which is <laughs> easy to get, a, to get like a win out of.
1: Yes, things that are easy, that's what we like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, Ferrari. Uh, Lee's favourite driver in fourth and Lee's favourite haircut in eighth. Yeah...
2: Come on, well, you, I always,
0: I, you you tweeted positive things about Charles Leclerc at some points.
2: Yeah, and to be fair, he only finished where he did because of shenanigans and he was shit during the race. Decent quality yeah. there. He, he, oh, he nailed quali. Well, he didn't nail quali. If, I can, just, if right I can just, uh, if I can right just interject,
0: time. Enrique Bernaldi. He's, he's the driver. Oh. Driver steward. Ah.
1: I just looked at the list um, of stewards and I had no idea which one was a driver.
0: Yeah, Enri- Enrique Bernaldi. I've
3: heard yeah, I've heard he was, uh, of him. He was a Lotus driver, or oh, uh, LaRousse, in the early 90s, possibly.
1: I missed him, I'm afraid. Let,
3: let, me, let me do a quick Google whilst Lee explains
2: his Leclerc
3: hate again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, no. Well, right. Hear me out. I'm just saying he got a lucky pole because he got the perfect slipstream, which gave him bags of speed down the pit lane. It wasn't like great Ferrari planning or didn't Leclerc do a good job. He would just happened to be... The ideal distance from Lewis Hamilton when Lewis was starting his lap. So you got pole. That's fine. Do what you do. But um, he didn't look any. Like, he didn't look capable of finishing anything above eighth during the race. So eighth, seventh, something like that. Because he just just went backwards, and that's not his fault. That's the car's fault. But it was. I don't think there was any. I don't think there was any. Like there's, I don't think there was any call to like applaud. Charles claire for a great drive he just capitalized it up from other people's misfortunes and landed where he landed
1: did he ever look like finishing eighth i don't think he ever really dropped below fourth did he? i think
2: he i think he dropped seventh
1: oh, okay. i'm pretty sure he dropped seventh
3: yeah. yeah enrique binaldi sorry i got it totally wrong must be getting confused <laughs> with somebody else he was a formula one driver for arrows in 2001 and 2002 and he was back as a test driver for bar and then honda from two thousand and four to two thousand and
1: six, clearly very memorable all round.
0: I recognise the name, but got <laughs> completely confused with somebody else. I was going to say I think re- I, re- I seem to recall seeing him on a PlayStation game, but that was uh, that was about it. Um, hang on, let's have a look at the lap chart. Leclerc uh, lowest. He was, I think he, I think he was ninth during the pit stops while they were working out.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously you do drop back when you pit. That's fair enough.
0: Um, and then... Sort of roundabout. Yeah. 7th, 6th,
1: 4th. Actually got up to 3rd and um, got ahead, did get ahead of Gasly at one point. I think it was like for two corners or something, wasn't it? I don't think it was a significant move.
0: Yeah, Gasly fought back and took the place back. Yes, and that, that was on the penultimate lap. Um, it's, you know, it's it's Ferrari, though. Um, we're nev- I'm never sure what to make of them since fuel flow gate.
3: <laughs> I think they're just slowly coming back, aren't they? They're yeah. they slowly get finding their feet again. Um, they don't want to put too much maybe into this year because they're one of the teams that really needs to throw everything at next year. Um they haven't got an awful lot to lose but a little bit of face to save this year.
0: Mm. So I did I did see somebody making a joke that they got up to 80, 88 miles an hour on the straight and their engine went back to 2019. <laughs> mm.
1: They must have strategized signs quite well. I don't particularly remember seeing his recovery through the field but because he dropped right down the order after the the issue early on. Uh yeah, he was he dropped down to 16th.
2: Maybe that's just what happens when Ferrari forget about you and leave you to yourself. <laughs> to
1: do when, something. when they don't get involved and mess it up for you. <laughs>
2: <It's> just like, <laughs> yeah, just tell us when you need new tires, Carlos. They're like, sick, I'm on it. <laughs> that's it. Because
0: yeah, he had he had um, quite a decent qualifying as well. Because he start, started fifth and then, yeah, lost, you know, <laughs> lost eleven places on lap ten.
3: It was an interesting reversing maneuver, though. I thought he was going to get a penalty for reversing onto the racetrack. But I mean, he's. I, guess... re-
2: uh, I thought he was going to get a penalty for reversing into a ass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but there was, there was no real safe way to rejoin the circuit, I guess. So mm. he sort of got away with it, other than doing the Ranganathan 18 point turn.
0: Yeah, no one wants to do that. No, it, it would appear there was some quality getting out of the escape roads this weekend, and we, di- we didn't get another Ranganathan performance, which is a shame because I was wanting Daleda to do it in F we're two. We're talking about Mazeppin um, being eight seconds a lap off the pace. I think at one point in the F two race, Daleda was even more.
1: Oh, he is shocking.
0: I think he, I think he was about eleven seconds off the pace during the uh, during the feature race on Sunday. We a lap. Yes. That's- awesome (laughs) uh, that's dangerous man he shouldn't be allowed to race at Monaco he was actually uh, slower than the Euro Formula Open pole sitter
1: god Jesus Christ
2: (laughs) that's amazing get him get him in a house (laughs) it may be too quick for
0: him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Don't we, we've seen his motorway
1: driving video where he was weaving in and out the traffic to Leda.
0: Yeah, maybe he's better suited to GTs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, hey, what, motorway video?
1: Yeah, he did a video of himself when he was in F3 where he's driving along a motorway at about 150 miles an hour weaving across many a lane while filming himself.
3: Oh, World Endurance one, Championship then. Was that a black then?
0: Ferrari?
1: Can't remember. Is, it, is that... Couldn't, oh, cause I couldn't see, see what co- about
0: that. couldn't mm. see what color it was because it it was it was inside it was the cockpit because he, he was driving it at night.
1: It was like in the last year oh, or so. Oh, right. no, it was a different one
2: because I, I remember seeing somebody do something do that in a uh, in a Ferrari. Oh no, I had I have seen that one. If it was at night, I'm sure I have because I remember seeing we seeing that going. Fuck, that's dangerous. Then I thought that guy can fucking drive. Turns but, out, um, if he's in
1: a race car, not so much. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, right, where are we next? Alpha Tori.
1: <clears throat> yeah, good day at the office.
0: Yeah, Gas- Gasly on the podium again. Um, Sonoda didn't screw things up on
3: Sunday. No, Sunoda, on, on Sunoda Sunday did all right.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah, he's done all right, uh, Yuki Sonoda. Gasly needs a bigger team, though, doesn't he? wonder yeah. where he could find a seat, you know, in a team that might be able to consistently
2: score podiums. Mm. Mm. Well, I, I thought... Before actually, if you were when I was trying to work out what you would do with a problem like Daniel Ricciardo, um, if you had the choice right now between Daniel Ricciardo and um, Pierre Gasly, I think you'd pick Pierre Gasly.
1: Yeah, based on the last year and a half, it, you would go for Pierre Gasly, I think.
2: Yeah, because there seems to be some fucking legs to his performance and like the age of him and stuff like that. Uh, and and his mental strength to come back from mm-hmm. from what was an awful
3: career blow let's be honest
2: yeah he looks like he's going to be like the will young of formula 1 of uh, sorry of the red bull program he's going to be able to he's going to be able to escape the uh the initial problem of being part <laughs> of their team <laughs> I was wondering which way that one was going.
0: Is, is, Will, is Will Youngs <laughs> is Will Young still famous?
1: Oh, he's not long done another a, album, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's a thing. I, re, I remember him being a thing. I just didn't realise he was still a thing. No, I think
1: he's quite sort of radio 2 Mother's Day, but he's still yeah, still doing his thing.
3: One of those yeah. people who didn't win the competition that he entered, and yet no, he did. He did win it.
1: He yeah. beat Gareth Gates, the
3: person who did win. <laughs> yes, correct.
1: Hmm. No, no,
2: Will Young won. He he beat Lis he beat Lispy man. He did.
3: Did he? I thought Gareth Gates won.
2: Uh, no,
1: yeah. everyone thought Gareth no, Gates was no. going to win, and then yeah, Will Young did. Oh, okay, did. Yeah. fair
3: enough. In which case, I stand corrected. He,
2: st- he started his speech impediment out and lost all his charm. But um, yeah, I, I he looks like someone that needs to, needs to up be up there in like the the upper midfield.
1: Are we back onto Gasly now?
2: Yeah, I not we pop idols.
1: Go, go, go. Ah, okay. <laughs> I was going to say I can't. I can't see
0: Will Young driving a Red Bull somehow. No, that <laughs> might, might be a little too exciting for him. But yeah, I mean the you know the resurgence of <laughs> <laughs> I
2: I suppose. Um... I suppose Will Young and Formula One have the same problem at the moment. They struggle to get young, a young audience, and day by day have a have a like a, a shrinking viewer base.
0: <laughs> the repeal is becoming more selective. I'm quoting Spinal Tap on that one.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> I yeah, like
0: that. yeah, the re- the resurgence of Gasly, um sort of con- continues unabated, and yeah, the mental strength after basic- basically having the rug pulled from under him with with all the pressure that the Red Bull drive came with to begin with and you know I mean he's bouncing back like Alan Partridge
1: and don't forget as well last year <laughs> last year he presumably having won in Italy while Albon was looking a bit shaky thought he might get that drive again and they went and got someone from completely outside the programme which was probably also another blow yeah
0: yeah I mean that that, that can't have helped no um, I mean, where, where do you where do you see him going? Because I, I've McLaren. Because I've I've been convinced that he's going to end up at Renault to replace Ocon, but Ocon's actually
2: doing the business this season. Mm-hmm. It's not just that; I, th- I think he's doing a good enough job to warrant being able to pick his team a little bit better than just being thrown yeah. a Renault drive and. Uh, I don't think we can I, forget you.
3: There's going to be two major seats available at Mercedes. It's who fills that second seat might free up a seat elsewhere.
2: And it, well, there might even be two two seats available at Mercedes if yeah. um, if Lewis doesn't just decides to uh, retire. And then you've got the other intangible. With that is is Lewis trying to dodge George Russell? You know the the, the rumors were that. He uh, wanted a three-year contract with more money, and he didn't want George Russell as a teammate for the for the time he was in the team. No,
0: I, I didn't. Um, I didn't hear specifically George Russell. I just heard veto over teammates. I. I thought it was. It was. It was. Uh, it, was it was worded to suggest that mm. one of the people that it he holds the veto waited. over
2: was Russell, yeah. but it didn't actually well, say, we, say it outright. Well, when you consider that the uh, Mercedes turned around and said, "We're probably going to put George Russell in a Mercedes," and all of a sudden Lewis wants to wants to call on his teammate, something which he has he said suggest... before, he
1: doesn't want. He's he's always said previously, yeah. hasn't he? Like, oh no, I don't have a veto. Yeah, I, I,
2: yeah, I, he I, does. See, I don't, I don't. Think, <laughs> I, yeah, I um, I, 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 it's not knocking Lewis's talent or anything like that. Before people start shouting at me. But um, I think the uh, the joy Hamilton gets from competition may be vastly exaggerated by himself.
1: <laughs> he gets I mean, joy yeah. from
3: winning, and if I, yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. He remember how frustrated he was when he wasn't winning in 2011. You mean when he actually had
1: competition?
3: Yeah, yeah, he enjoys competition apparently until it actually happens. Um, <laughs> yeah. likes, the... likes to be number one in a field
0: of one.
3: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, he could well retire at the end of this year, and if he does, Mercedes are going to have two seats to fill. If we, you know, believe Bottas is probably on his way out, mm-hmm. so they may bring up Esteban Ocon. Don't forget that he is, you know. Still not he's not tied to Mercedes, but he's
0: he's got that history with Mercedes. Um he but was a young driver program. Isn't he still so, he's still
2: officially on loan at Alpine? Is he still so on this loan? Year, both um both Ocon and George Russell are out of Mercedes contract at the end of this year. So
3: you know, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. I'm not saying that it's going to happen. It's not like a tangible suggestion. That, oh wow, look at the midsummer, you know, season break, um, contract announcement. It's Russell and Ocon in Mercedes. Absolutely not. But it's not beyond the realms of possibility that it could happen that Mercedes find two seats that they have to fill, and they probably would look at the uh, at, say Russell and. You know, the other seat, probably Ocon.
1: Officially, uh, Ga- Ocon is not, well. not part of the junior team. However, he is managed by Toto Wolf.
3: Right. So is half the grid. Yeah, he's,
1: he's yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, if there are two seats of Mercedes, uh, Russell and Gasly.
2: You've got to say that, especially for this year, because we really think. Um, uh, well, I mean, so, you, when you've got someone like Total Wolf, which is managing Bottas, Bottas's time was probably up at Mercedes last year. So having a team boss, which also managed drivers, is clearly a conflict of interest. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, 100%. And I, yeah, I'm, I, I... I'm glad, glad Ross settled. This has been my TED talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I, I don't see how that can work in anyone's favour, except purely for Toto. Is- <laughs> except for Toto, because as a manager, he gets a cut of whatever yeah, of whatever a- deal he it- negotiates for his driver
2: in I his own it's team. Well for, I think it's worked out well for Bottas as well.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, kept, it's kept him in a race-winning car. Yeah, uh, and Bottas is going to run out of lives at one at some point because he's into his fifth season on a one-year deal. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Christ! Mm. Yeah, this is his fifth one-year contract with
2: Mercedes. Am I the only one that's sick of hearing Bottas's uh, like things of Oh, this is what I do to keep myself motivated, and I have like a. Uh, a negative image on my laptop screensaver. So I, every time I open my computer, I think and that, that makes me drive hard and people don't know what I'm capable of.
1: I have is, not is, is heard about the that? screensaver.
2: Yeah, apparently so. Apparently huh? he, he won't say what it is, but he's got a negative uh, image. I'm going to go with him in a gravel
1: uh, trap somewhere.
0: Oh, I, I just thought when he said he'd got a negative image, you just got like a negative of him in the car.
2: No, 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 it's, uh, it's... there's,
3: is it all of Mercedes have, um, the, I think it's a Mercedes thing. They put images of, uh, their rivals doing well. So like, the engineers have pictures of Red Bull winning races on their, on their desktops to make, to, to push them harder to, to m- make sure that, that that doesn't happen again.
2: Well, it's good to see Mercedes isn't some sort of cult. Huh? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it's
2: not like half the engine stuff have left for, oh wait.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Lee, what is it with your WTF1 wallpaper then? (laughs) It just motivates me.
3: Lee hates his screen so much
0: that he buys a new computer
2: every six months. Well, he, he has to because he smashed his screen so <laughs> <laughs> that That's why I bought a Mac Mini, Mini instead of using MacBooks because I can just buy cheap monitors. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, on to the enigma that is
0: Yuki Sonoda. Um, Good performance. Yeah, yeah? Yeah, bundled into a sack and taken to the uh, Alphatori factory where he was sent go karting.
1: It's done it the job, work, it seems. Forward. Medicine at me
3: and move
0: me to Italy to see if I perform any better. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently he can go from practically last to seventh. Um, he he's very passionate over the radio.
1: I like it. Good,
3: <laughs> uh, I do. I'm with Sean on that totally. <laughs> I would much rather hear Yuki Sonoda than a Kimi Raikkonen
0: over the radio. I don't know the the four what is still pretty good.
3: Yeah, Kimmy does come up with some absolute gold at times, mm-hmm. but ninety per the reason you don't hear Kimmy a lot of the time is because what he says is totally boring. <laughs> Whereas everything Yuki Tsunoda says is pretty interesting.
1: And I mean, very ah! sweary. His English swearing is fluent as you like, it is it is very good. Was he one of the drivers that Sky had to apologize for post race
0: this time? Probably. Right, okay.
3: They definitely had to apologise for Charlotte I Leclerc, to go quality. to
2: Mercedes. You want Sonoda in a Mercedes? Absolutely. Can you imagine how funny it would be seeing Toto Wolff stood next to Jeep Sonoda?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that that would he would barely come up to his waist. Godzilla. <laughs> It'd be like. A, <laughs>
3: It'd be like an outtake from Michael Jackson's Feel the, the World video.
0: And there's this wing's title. <laughs> oh my god, hang on, I'm writing that down before I forget.
1: Oh just do it do a marker on the file, just don't stop it this time.
0: No Don't I'm... stop till you get
1: enough.
0: <laughs> hang on, you can hear me typing. <laughs> right. <laughs> That is and something creaking. <laughs> that was me. Oh, dear. Uh, right, that just leaves two teams to go. And for once, I don't think we can actually do the, um, do the top two teams together because no. they had completely separate races. Yes. Yeah, so Aston Martin, happy Seb on the podium. Yes. Actually, happy-sounding Seb at the end of Q2, even when he didn't make it to Q3. I think, and
3: I think I said at the time, that's because he has a free choice of tyres and can actually strategise his way up the field on Saturday, and that's exactly what he
0: did. I was going to say, he did a good job of it.
1: And it yeah. meant he had a set of tyres left for post-red flag.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, that, that is the most good look that he's had since Red Bull. Yeah, Probably. <laughs>
3: Don't get me wrong. I think on that last lap he was just like, you know what, second is okay, and just sat behind Perez. But it would have been great to see the the, the Seb of Red Bull
2: days just going hell for leather, trying to go for that win. I just don't think he had the car for Seb, for, for
1: um, Perez, yeah, for
2: Checo. Yeah,
1: I think as well. In fairness to Perez, he bolted.
2: Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, it was a great start. Uh, two great starts actually. You know, he, he had a great first start as well,
1: didn't
0: he? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because I, th- I think um, I think Seb may have got a little bit held up when he saw Lewis sort of spearing across the racing line.
1: Uh, yeah, I think he was very, well, very certain. Yeah, he didn't want to get involved.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think by by that time, by that time, Checo well, no, Checo no, and... was away, so.
1: Yeah, didn't Charles Le-
3: didn't he have to battle Charles Leclerc and then Charles Leclerc nearly went into the back of Vettel?
1: I think yeah, I think I think Vettel sort yeah. of manoeuvred Yeah, I think Vettel had to sort of back off a bit to avoid Hamilton and that meant Leclerc got very close. Hmm. Um yeah. And yeah, Gasly obviously got involved somehow.
3: But yeah, no, fantastic for Sebastian Vettel. It's nice to hear him not broken. Yeah. Um, I I thought this could be his last season in Formula 1 if he remained broken for the rest of this year. Um, I don't think Aston Martin is the the team to, you know, to be catapulted forward for the rest of the year. I don't think we're going to see many Aston Martin podiums, if any more, to be honest with you. But it's really nice to see that, that Sebastian Vettel got one... Uh, a race where the opportunity sort of fell towards him uh, and he was able to take it. Um, I think he, his, last yeah. one, his last one was at Ferrari, wasn't it, when, when Leclerc decided to throw away a podium. But just, just a fantastic performance by Aston Martin all round. Even Stroll was looking quite good until mm-hmm. that tyre failed. Um he was, in, I think, he was running fourth, and he still had to stop, obviously. But
1: yeah, if someone um, other than him had brought out the safety car, he'd have had a great day.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Straight, it could have been Stroll's podium quite easily. Um, it could have been double podium maybe for Aston Martin. But uh, I think I said on our chat group as well, didn't I? That a safety car right now would be great for Lance Stroll, and then Lance Stroll crashed. So,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah, uh, really unfortunate um, for Stroll
0: yeah i mean um, it, it was it was a horrific looking crash
1: yeah
3: it was and and I know some people have said, oh he didn't take his hands off the wheel when he was crashing, no good because he was deliberately trying to steer his very damaged car away from the racing line so as to not collect anyone you know with as he moved back across the track, which happens quite a lot in IndyCar and you know other you know, you know racing um disciplines where the walls are really close to the circuit uh, you see it quite a lot in macau as well when the various disciplines that race there if any somebody bounces off into the circuit they, they collect two or three cars on the way past mm-hmm. so lance troll did really really well actually to to not cause any more damage than he did and luckily him and of course we've already spoken about max both of them were actually fine despite the fact they had blowouts at extremely high speed and went straight into concrete walls.
0: I mean Max Max was Max was fine enough to take all his aggression out on the tyre. Yes. <laughs> I mean if if that if that had been in the Euros, the keeper wouldn't have stood a chance. <laughs> <laughs> we also we also got to see Lawrence Stroll showing an almost human side. Still wearing almost. green trousers
3: though.
1: Was was he was he being almost human or was he just worried about the merchandise? Does he see Does he see is that, is that Stroll he, Jr. as a commodity? I was going to say, is that what he calls his son now? Probably.
3: <laughs> Hands off of <with> the merchandise.
2: <laughs> do you think it when he walked over his arm round, it was like he, at the beginning of the draft to survive, where he walked over his hand on and said, look, you've got five seconds with me. Like, <laughs> I'm glad you're alive, son. And then he was off to do a, like, broker yeah. some deal somewhere. <laughs> That's right, it was just like, oh my God, Lance, I'm so glad you're
3: okay. Is everything all right? He's like, yep. Yeah. Okay, that's me you, for the next five months. <laughs> yeah. I mean the the,
2: the, the you've I've got, got a th- I've got a three thirty. Sorry, <laughs> the, you've, the
0: you've got five minutes with me was the start of the bedtime story in the Stroll household every night.
2: <laughs> you've got five minutes with me was how Lance was conceived.
0: <laughs> but yeah, Chris, I think you're right. I don't I don't think we'll see Aston Martin popping up on the podium too often. But um. With a happy said behind the wheel, um, we'll be see- we'll be seeing more points for him definitely. Yeah, I think so.
3: Um, like I said, I don't think the car is good enough to be that end of the of the grid constantly. Um, but hopefully, you know, a more positive outlook for Sebastian Vettel in particular um, over the next eight months.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll see what the second half of the season brings. Like we said earlier, the Silverstone team... Eight Get... months, five months. Yeah, the... Get... I was going to say, we're not carrying this season until February. Last season was weird enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I very much enjoyed as well that Vettel somehow acquired a native hat on his way to the podium.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he's, he probably just must have it off yeah, someone. Yeah, because no one
1: else seemed to have one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He'll probably get a fine for that because oh. it wasn't a fi- it wasn't official podium wearing headgear. Because he
1: had the cap on, he just put the Azerbaijani hat on top. Everything that was meant to be there was there. This was an aftermarket edition.
2: Yeah, After that sort of hat grab, he'd be angling for a, a fight with Floyd Mayweather next. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody watch that?
0: Nah. No. Well, no. No. I know you didn't. You were bed at half ten last night. <laughs> it didn't start till one. No. Um, apparently, everyone was booing by the end of it.
2: Yeah, I don't know what they expected, really.
3: Yeah, you know, it was it was clearly scripted, wasn't it? Let's be honest.
2: Yeah, it's. Let's face it, but I know I know this isn't a boxing podcast, but I do like a bit of combat sport. And um, get get, get fucking done. Get
0: su- get subscribed to uh, DAZN. It's only one ninety nine a month now, and you got all the um, Eddie Hearn stable fighters.
2: I'll send you a link yeah, yeah, send,
0: send You a link to get your first month free
2: Yeah but he's, he's part of the battle When you've got uh, people like Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury And you can't manage to get a fight Sorted between two champions Then your sport has a fucking issue mm. yeah, That Agreed and let's...
0: That is true I did say Logan Paul described today As one of the best YouTubers in his family
1: <laughs> his brother is also a youtuber i think that's i think that was yeah. the joke his brother is cu- currently yeah, yeah. calling out tyson fury's brother god i am um, i i i do i like logan
2: paul i think when i think his podcast really good um yeah i i think he's uh, although he comes across as being a bit dumb and blonde he's there's clearly something to him you know you don't you don't do the sort of things and create that sort of thing around you without there being something about you. Um,
0: possibly a good marketing team. Somebody said he was most famous for tasering dead rats.
1: Oh, I missed that. And, and yeah, uh, yeah, making no, a joke at a
2: suicide victim. The suicide, the suicide victim is here. the one I know. It wasn't a joke. It was, he was, uh, he, one of his YouTube videos, he he
1: filmed a video inside the... Um, the suicide forest. Uh, the they suicide found forest. someone
2: there, didn't they? Yeah. yeah he was... Uh, there was, there was someone in the back of the video. There was no joke being made. It wasn't like a skit video or anything like that. The, uh, if, if anything, I would say it was 95% fucking bedwetter internet being upset about things.
0: <laughs> Is that where a punch you in the tumbleweed?
1: <laughs> I think that may no, no, round no, no. off it's, the it's boxing YouTuber that, section. That will, that,
0: will do the, that will do for the YouTuber boxing section, yes, definitely. Uh, Red Bull then.
1: Yeah, mixed day. Eh?
0: Should have been a one-two.
3: Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh yeah, def- definitely. And as, as I tweeted, Paul the rest are saying I don't want to jinx it, but Max Verstappen, bloody bloody blah, very next lap, Verstappen in the wall.
0: Yeah, again, another terrifying tire failure.
1: Mm-hmm. Glad um, he's
0: okay. Yeah, that um, that wheel should be out of hospital in the next two weeks after the pasting he gave it.
3: Give hmm. a couple of kicks, didn't he?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, you, you can understand the frustration because he had that race. Um, yeah. Yeah. He controlled it. Yeah, I mean, Red Bull had the measure of every other team on the grid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, they were running away with what what was looking like uh, a nailed on 1 2. It and, should have been a 1 2. Yeah. yeah. And then for that to happen. But it's good to see that it was looking like a 1-2 for Red Bull because we've not been able to say that for three years. Mm. You know, they they now have a definite second driver who can drive the car. Who can win when Verstappen yeah, can't. Who, yeah, who can drive the car behind the first one. Yeah. And then capitalise for the team if the first one's not there to do it. And mm. that's, that, you know, that to all intents and purposes Perez is the number two driver there but that is what the number two driver
2: is meant to do plot twist che- Checo does a great job this year Lewis Hamilton retires Mercedes next year is Perez and um, Verstappen um, <laughs> yeah Verstappen wow that, that's something he takes a couple of engineers and a teammate. <laughs> um,
1: no I was going to I was going to say Russell. Uh, Russell yeah Russell and Perez that would be a lively combo I think well, I think so. They're two. They're two quite different drivers, but both quite fun. Mm. Well, it'd we be, a, it'd be a lively combo. I was
3: going to say it'd be a lively combo in which uh, Perez would still be referred to as the young
0: driver.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but the thing is, the driver we wearing a... the lesser amount of corduroy. <laughs> <laughs> but we said like at the beginning of the uh, of the season. Like this is Perez's chance, and th- th- don't get me wrong, he's doing a good race here, but he's still underperformed in qualifying, and uh, he's th- he's still got room to improve. With all the re- with think... all
0: the red flags, it was hard to perform in qualifying.
2: No, but that oh well, he well he lost his he lost his second flying lap, didn't he? That was the, mm. that was the problem he had. Yeah, but the um, the thing I've got with it is this is where I think Mercedes are in real bother because obviously right like this even for bottas this is a fucking bad race so i don't expect him to be the same come um for, come france but the top and bottom of it is he's bottas and he bottas has already found his ceiling he's already found his talent ceiling I and mean, he's been there now for like a few years um perez seems to be getting better and he seems to be getting better in red bull so if he gets better from now, from where he is, and he can only get closer to Verstappen, that's, Mercedes are in real trouble.
0: Mm. Now this this is a reverse of how we were talking um, how we were talking about the Mercedes Red Bull situation um, up to the start of this season and all the way through last year. Absolutely, yeah. Because now the team with the two drivers at the front is Red Bull, and Mercedes have only got one car trying to cover off both of them.
2: Well, this, I think the big is... difference has been the big difference has been that, um, I think Bottas has always underperformed given the machineries he's got, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. given the top car he's got, given the team he's in, he's always underperformed. But the difference has been there's only been one overperforming Red Bull driver, and the number two driver in Red Bull has underperformed more than Bottas.
1: And the, and the Red so Bull it, car is better this year as well, so whereas oh yeah, you, you could underperform better. in the Mercedes and still be the second best driver on the grid yeah, it, it's well, not good enough being, this year.
2: Everything being bunched up though everything being bunched up you know, yeah. it's the, you, you look at where Bottas is in the championship, championship you can accept him being behind uh, Perez, Verstappen and Lewis, but he's also behind Leclerc and Lando
1: Yeah, that's not great
2: you know, yeah, Mercedes shouldn't have 6th
1: place in the drivers' no, championship. No, Mercedes and Red Bull should yep. occupy the top 4 spots in some combo. Yeah. But yes. yeah, for Bottas to be behind two others is is yeah, pretty shitty.
0: And only 5 points ahead of another Ferrari.
1: Yeah. Well, if if he was a Red Bull driver, he would be in an Alfa at this point. That that yeah, being 6th in the drivers' championship gets you demoted in Red Bull. Mm. And yeah, that thing, albany, Mercedes have the, never had anything here.
2: to worry. They've never had anything to lose, though. So that philosophy could change.
0: I mean, if, if if we're calling if we're calling Aston Martin the Mercedes Junior Team, they're going to do a swap with
2: Vettel.
1: <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I well, I don't think Aston Martin are the Junior the Junior Team. George Russell's in the Williams. You know, do you know what I mean? It's Mercedes. Although they sell bits to Aston Martin, there is no. um there's no Mercedes investment mm. is there, within.
1: Yeah. I think particularly with the Lawrence the Stroll, with ex- Lawrence ex- Stroll money, mm. they are now a true customer team. Exactly. Ex- except yeah. for the
0: Toto money that's in the team.
1: But again, that's an investment. It's not. Mm. It's yeah. not like a, a working partnership. He doesn't really play an active role.
2: Yeah, that, and that, that's a that personal is, thing. That rather is publicly than a team
0: acknowledged.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that that's that's a personal thing, isn't it? Not rather than a team thing. So. Yeah. I I I I like you I th- I think you're right I think if there's a if if something goes on the uh, the, the the obvious thing would be like you're going to Williams Veltry.
1: Would Williams want him?
2: Well, not for George Russell you wouldn't think.
1: Yeah, would they but... rather take the money they'd get for like a Jack Aitken bringing him back? I mean Jack jacket can still part fair. of the program
0: because he had Williams F2. Yeah,
1: he had yeah. Williams
0: logos all over his suit in FT. he's only in F2 till till uh, for Silverstone and then his team are looking for somebody else for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, someone ran out of money so they shoved him in quickly, didn't they? Yeah.
2: Yeah. How do you think it it affects you mentally when you put a social media post up saying I'm stuck in Iceland. Oh, sorry. I'm stuck in Finland, waiting for my plane because something's gone wrong. Mm-hmm. And all Twitter is alive with is what's George Russell
1: doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What, the the what George, George Russell gifts mentally... were heavily used, weren't they? I mean, yeah. it was great entertainment. It can't. It can't be good because I mean, what else do you do when you're stuck in an airport? You just sit and scroll on your phone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, well, a- no, no, absolutely. no.
0: Well, no. If you're in an airport in Finland, drink.
1: Probably not if you've got to be in a race car the next day, though. I don't
2: even, even think he's even, that much of an interesting thing. <laughs> if we're honest, he does vodka and naked saunas, but then again, they all do.
1: No, he does yeah. espressos and porridge, ben.
0: and that's yeah. where v- it all vodka falls. And naked
2: yeah. Vodka and naked sauna. Vodka and naked saunas like Wednesdays, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, and there's something wrong with people fucking doing naked and why, do, why are people so so happy to be, like, naked with each other? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's weird. It's just plain fucking weird. Stop it. Should we do rock stars on
0: one <laughs> Uh I was going to say, should we, talk, um, we haven't really sort of talked about Checo. Uh,
3: he, he just really did what job. he had to do, and yeah, then when the opportunity fell yeah. to him, he took it and yeah. nailed that second restart.
1: Yeah, and had Proper been defending pro. really, really well against Hamilton a couple of times in the run-up to that.
3: Put in, putting um, paid to the um, Danny Ricciardo argument that it takes a while to get used to a car, mm, Checo Perez looked like he'd been in that car for a
0: long time this weekend. Mm, he did. Yeah, whatever, whatever it was, it, ser- it certainly clicked for him.
1: And could have been ahead of Verstappen by rights anyway because he had a shitty pit stop.
3: Yep, could have been, mm-hmm. could have overcut Verstappen.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's another thing we didn't mention the uh, the bad Lewis pit stop, having to hold for Gasly.
1: Yeah, the pit stop was fine, wasn't it? It yeah, was just it the was inconvenient the... Frenchman that came in behind.
0: There's always an inconvenient Frenchman <laughs> when you least expect one.
2: What in a what a film?
0: <laughs> I think I think it was by Jacques Tati actually. <laughs> Monsieur Hulot's <Houleau's> Inconvenient Frenchman. <laughs> Right, rockstars and wankers. Um,
1: Wank- rockstar and wanker for Pirelli. Wanker for like sending two drivers into the barrier. That's not great, but rockstar for giving us a bit of lively race.
2: Yeah, you know, I'll take the I'll take the drivers into the wall. gave gave us yeah, they were
1: fine. A thing in the end, yeah, yeah
2: every, everyone everyone walked away. I was quite worried about Stroll for a split second because he took a while getting out of
1: that car yeah I yeah. think it was just because there were cars filtering past I think at that point your car's not on fire you might as well stay where you are it looked like um, he was struggling to get the steering wheel off so
0: I think um, I think in the impact the steering wheel oh, connection see. had got bent and it's it quite jammed. a
1: tall lad as well yeah, isn't it it jammed,
0: it it jammed the wheel on so the showed an in car facing oh fair him. enough and he looked, he looked like he was struggling with the wheel I'm um, going to go for yeah, Rockstar for
2: the podium to be fair He's looked like he's been struggling with the wheel for a few years
0: now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't be bothered rigging
0: the uh, the kit up for the rim shot. Just just take it as red. There's one there. Uh, Chris, your rockstar.
3: podium do you fuck? The, whole, three the whole thing. Are, yeah, yeah. Because all nice. three drivers were drivers who were sacked by their previous team,
1: and they were all just very, very happy to be there as well. It was a very yeah. upbeat podium. Yeah, yeah. obviously,
3: mm-hmm. uh, um, Perez was sacked by uh, racing point in 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 favor of Vettel who was let's be honest sacked by Ferrari and uh, Gasly third, were sacked by Red Bull so it you know <laughs> three <laughs> sacked drivers on
2: the podium yeah we'll take that uh, i'm putting uh, Mazepin down as a rock star for finishing ahead of Lewis Hamilton uh, in the mo- the world's most unlikely passing of the torch moment <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I like a, it. In a similar way, I'm going to go for Mick Schumacher for uh, for pass of the day against another car that was um, battling on track and wanted to punt him into the wall, even though it was his teammate.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, let's face it. If he wasn't, if he if he doesn't understand what's happening there, he hasn't watched enough of his dad's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: wankers. Um, has Pickrew, except for the guy that noticed.
1: Yeah, it was a near-miss wanker, I think, rather than full wanker. Um,
0: Mazepin in the wanker category, for even though his teammate had um, a massively long pit stop to get dragged back into his box and the wheel put back on, still couldn't pass him. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, for his mistake, should have won the race, probably, but didn't. Yeah, it's the magic button. Press it and watch your chances disappear. More tumbleweed. <laughs> uh, any other nominations? Um, do
1: think so. I reckon that might yeah, be. Have it. we done
2: a bot-ass wanker?
1: Sorry. I mean, uh, well, yeah, no, because
0: we, no, because we haven't done the participation award yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean that 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 would suggest that if you do if you participate it would su- suggest that you would at least do something
0: that's why I'm nominating Bottas for coming second in the in the Giovinazzi participation <laughs> <Yeah>. award <laughs> with yeah. no with no winner behind <laughs> Antonio
3: Giovinazzi who did the Esteban Gutierrez and finished 11th <laughs>
2: um, yeah I, 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 Bottas I think was the ultimate wanker of the of the weekend more so than the tyres I think that was it's just a complete waste of fucking a car. Yeah.
0: It certainly seemed. A, I was looking for my phone. I've left it. I've left it ah. in your jeans. Um, because I'm, I'm having I'm having to uh, prepare something.
2: Oh, well, we don't, and we we just and we go home. No, you you already are
0: home. Um, got a couple of couple of sort of little newsy bits as well. Oh, good lord. Um, obviously the Singapore Grand Prix isn't happening this year now. Mm. Um. Third race technically to be cancelled, although yeah. Canada and Turkey might have been the same race. The third venue to lose out on a, yes. on a Grand Prix this season. And um, it looks like, at the moment, F1 are in negotiations with Austin to have two consecutive races there. I think that I think there's better options. Yeah,
1: I feel like there are more places you could go. If there's...
0: they're going to do another one in the States, what's wrong with Indy? Yeah, Many things, but um,
3: there are many circuits that they could use in North America. There are also other circuits they could look at in Asia, mm-hmm. uh, specifically Sepang. If Singapore is off purely because of the street circuit nature of the event, why not go to Sepang if the, if the virus is still an issue? Just don't let fans in. Yeah.
1: I have as well been jokingly championing... It's a closed
3: circuit. They are. It's built for racing.
1: I am jokingly championing I've- the idea of Night Baku.
3: Mm-hmm. I've
1: started this campaign on Twitter.
3: <laughs> Is it hashtag Knight Baku?
1: I haven't done a hashtag yet. I thought I'd float it as a general idea and then maybe elevate the campaign depending on the level of interest.
0: <laughs> Listeners,
1: you know what to do.
0: <laughs> right, hashtag Night is is now going to be a thing. Let's, you heard it here first. Let's let's get that going. And of course, sad news that uh, came out this weekend about um, long-time McLaren partner shareholder and head of um, TAG Mansour Roger. Sadly, uh, sadly dying after um, he's been he's been ill for quite some time. So he had mm. uh, he had a double lung transplant a few years ago that I didn't know about. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yet you were still seeing him on the grid. Two um, two years back, so he appears to yeah. have uh, recovered from that. I mean, he,
3: he. I always thought he was a recent sort of shareholder in McLaren until he yeah, died, same. and he realised it he was. In t- in ni- goes back to nineteen eighty four. So that'd be when Ron Dennis fully invested everything into McLaren. Um, so Mansour Oj has been there since Ron Dennis decided to turn McLaren F one team into this this monstrous force that went on to win numerous championships and totally dominated the sport for a couple of years.
0: Yeah. Um I mean he he was part of the whole turning turning McLaren into what they became.
1: I wonder if we just didn't necessarily notice him as much because Ron Dennis was so prominent yeah. that it's only more recently that he's come to the fore. I
0: think I think I think that was that was probably the case, but he was he was always sort of the the silent brains behind the throne, really. Yeah, I think I think Ron Dennis was the one coming up with the evil ideas. No Jay was the one sort of tempering them back and um saying, you know, you're not gonna have the sharks with lasers jumping through fire, but you can have the fire, the lasers, all the sharks.
3: <laughs> yeah, but in front only be sixty eight as well, you know. Yeah. Which, uh, which means he he must have invested in McLaren in his early thirties. So <laughs> You well, know, it
0: that's... was it was his um, it was his father that set up the TAG Group and negotiated... hell of
3: a lifetime investment investment really isn't it? Yeah, let's be and
0: negotiated the purchase of Hoyer watches, which obviously gave us the brand that we know now. And
3: Hoyer, yeah,
0: and their you know their their investment in Formula One and their position in Formula One has been monumental throughout the years. Um, right, Lee, you don't have a shunt tonight, do you? Yep. What? Yep, you don't. or I yep, do- you do.
2: Yes, I do. I just, I just found one. If we've got to do one.
0: Oh, because I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say
2: I've got one. No, nah, well, I've got one in front of me now. There we I go. Think it's one. I think, it, I, I think he has. I, uh, I don't think we've done this one.
1: Save yours for another uh, day, I'll,
2: Paul. I'll save mine. Just,
0: just, just in case and- um, we've already done this one.
2: I don't think we have. Maybe we have.
1: We'll find out. No, we'll find we out. Haven't.
2: We, yeah, we have. And this one, this one was sent in on the sixteenth of the fourth, twenty-one. Um, Who's it from? It is from Minton W. Oh, we,
0: um,
1: we called him Chippy last time, and I had to
0: explain why Chippy.
2: Maybe we have had this one because I thought he looked like a young Alex Alban, didn't we? Yeah, didn't I?
1: I do remember you saying someone looked like a young Alex Alban.
3: Unless he's done it again, do we?
2: Well, unless I've deleted it, and he's done it again, it's come up as a different chat. We'll try anyway. We'll see. I was born in 1921.
1: He's done this. One. I feel like we have. We done have this done one. this one.
2: Let's do pause. <laughs> <laughs> right, Lee. Devices down. Devices on away. I've all the devices down. I've right. got a cat.
0: That that'll, that'll, you can probably hear it purring. That is dizzy purring, by the way. Right. I was born. Yay! Uh, yeah. In 1980. Okay. I am more experienced than Brendan Hartley having been involved with series such as NASCAR, various other non-motorsports, touring cars and open wheels
1: Interesting
0: And clue three, I have won the 24 hours of Lee, you have to say it because it's not a proper shunt without you saying it Um, The 24 hours of
2: The the man's
0: That'll do (laughs) The (laughs) man's And I would like a guess, please.
3: Who is forty-one?
2: And, g- this and person. A Le Mans winner. could be any. Could be any racing driver, couldn't it? Pretty like, every, much. Every, every racing driver seems to do Le Mans at a uh, at, like at a certain point in their life. Forty-one, uh, Kimi Raikkonen.
1: Kimi, I think, is uh, slightly older, and I don't know that he's won um, Le Mans.
2: Possibly not. Mark Webber.
1: Mark Webber is older
2: Is he older than 41?
1: Yeah And I don't think Um, won Le Mans I think he somehow always found himself in the shitty Porsche
2: Jensen Button
1: Don't think he he won Le Le Mans Mans. I think he had like Sergei Sorokin as a teammate Say no more
2: (laughs) No yeah I'd have noticed I'd have noticed if he won Uh...
3: Kazuki
1: Nakajima?
3: Let's go with Kazuki Nakajima, because he was in with mm. Fernando Alonso.
2: He
1: was, and I think it would be around Roughly the right age. Right age.
2: Yeah. What about Fernando Alonso?
1: It's not a bad shout. I don't know that he's done NASCAR y <laughs> stuff or has he?
2: I don't know. He seems to do everything. He's in done those a two car years.
1: swap, hasn't he, with the one that's shit in IndyCar? Yes. But not necessarily as a competitor.
2: No. Hmm.
0: Kazuki Nakajima, I think, is a good start. Okay, okay, going for that for your first guess. Why not? Okie okay, dokie. Okay. Right, clue four. Before joining my first single-seater racing series at 18, I spent two years studying to become a photographer.
1: This does not sound like Alonso. <laughs> it
0: does, no. Okay. During my first bout of single-seater racing, I raced against the likes of Nico Rosberg, Timo Glock and Robert Kubica.
2: See that sounds like an Alonso.
1: How old would Nick Heidfeld's world of disappointment be?
2: He might be about He's... the right age, you know. I think, I think he'd was... be a bit older, wouldn't he? Because he was he was in Formula One before the likes of Alonso, wasn't he?
1: No, I think he was and similarish time. Was he? He was mid-noughties.
2: Well, we've got the, there's the NASCAR thing, though, isn't there?
1: I've not followed his career closely enough to notice or care if he's done NASCAR. Mm, nice. Uh right,
0: one one more clue before your next guess. Sure. I left open wheel racing early in my career to join DTM in two thousand and four. Paul
1: Not old enough. Isn't he? No. Don't think so.
3: No, also Paul was a Formula One driver.
1: Yes.
0: tense silence going on (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just feeling dead no idea
2: no 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 idea
1: I have I have nothing to offer at this point (coughs) sticking with sticking with your first guess no because it's not him (laughs) I don't think it can be (laughs) (laughs) it's clearly not him um
0: Do you want to pass on this one so we can move on?
1: Shall we? What about uh,
3: sub- the other one in the in the car? Sebastian Buemi
1: is younger. Ooh. He's thirty two.
3: Really? Mm. Yeah, he's quite young still.
2: Uh huh. That's some that's some good Sebastian Buemi uh,
0: <laughs> facts you've got
2: there. There Sean. you go.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so we we're working out who it is. isn't.
1: Yes, we're doing very well at who it isn't.
0: Yeah, just keep going. I can can move
1: on. I'm going to throw into the mix Timo Bernhard, just from the other week when you confused him with Timo Werner, who plays for Chelsea.
0: Fair enough. Who has
1: definitely won 24 hours of Le Mans and is German.
0: Fair enough. Go for that? Why not? Okay. Next clue. My father died in Canada, but I was continually inspired to pursue racing by my uncle.
1: It's not Jacques Villeneuve, but you're trying to lead us down a Jacques Villeneuve path mm-hmm. with that. I would just like to point
0: out that this was sent in by Mason Cook from Canada.
1: Mason Cook is trying to lead us down a Jacques Villeneuve path.
0: He also put a pronunciation guide for his name just in case it ever got into Lee's hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, it's a
1: good, good planning.
0: And also, P.S., we know Stroll's a bit of a Muppet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh...
0: who knows well you've you've got you've got more clues and there is a spaffer as well good Uh, my favourite track is Monaco even though I've had some bad moments there such as crashing in qualifying and the race during a season of Formula Renault Christ and your next clue I have never been a paid driver and clue 10 Prior to the Spaffer. Oh good. During one of my DTM seasons I drove the infamous Playboy car.
1: I've never heard of it, so
0: I'm assuming it had some kind of bunny I, on I it. I mean somewhere. I would imagine, yeah. Non famous. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Non famous in my in my yeah. head.
0: <laughs> would you like a spather? Uh,
1: yeah. I think we need it.
0: Okay. I have led every race I entered in my Formula One career.
3: Marcus Winklehold. Marcus Winklehock
1: Could very well be Marcus Winklehock I feel like I'll, I only I'll ever hear about him At this time in, in the show. One race
3: and he led uh, One race, German He, he led that race uh, And I don't think he took part In any other races after that
2: Yeah
0: Is that your final answer? Yes I think so I am Marcus Winklehock
1: Yay! Well done, yes. well done, Theology Grace.
0: <laughs> now that was uh, that that was a good good one, Mason. The the idea of a good shunt is keep us going until keep us guessing until the end,
3: which that one did.
0: Yes. Oh, unless it's the um, unless it's the Grand Slam one that we had the other week. <laughs> <laughs> Still chuffed with that one. How do you send in?
2: How do you send in shunts? You can send me a PM on Twitter or uh, Instagram at a total shunt. If you've already sent me one, you need to give me a little buzz and get up to the top of the list. I would suggest more people send them in because it sounds like
3: you don't have any.
2: Yeah, well, there might be some buried at the bottom of my inbox, but I get loads of fucking messages on social media, like fucking loads of them now. Uh, that's that's,
0: That's the perils of being an influencer, apparently.
2: That that's it, the influencer, sex god, whatever it is, I get loads <laughs> of the messages. So when picks. does Lee
0: Stevens fight Floyd Mayweather? <laughs> hmm, Wednesday. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: um, and also um, email a couple of reserve ones in for when things like tonight because 'cause I'm down to, I'm down to my last three. Um you can send those to three wheels at gmail.com. Um if you want to help us out as well, there is our Patreon that um, at the moment we're not doing any extra Patreon shows, but we will get round to starting those again pretty soon with some exclusive stuff for all the subscribers. uh, But you do get the main show early. If you go to patreon.com slash legs 4 wheels then you can sign up there from as little as £1, $1 or €1 a month. And um, it all goes to um, pay the cost, help us out. Or as
3: much as you can afford.
0: Or as much as you can afford. And it all goes to pay the cost for the show. Things like hosting, spare hardware, and the most important part of any podcast, biscuits. Yes. Um, Get us on the socials at Three Legs, Four Wheels on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And individually on Twitter, we are...
1: At Sean Cowper.
0: At Flood 21. And at Pablo 100. Right. That is it. That is it for this week. I think we've uh, covered just about everything in the last just short of two hours. We'll be back next week to preview the French Grand Prix.
1: As you can tell, we're very excited about it. I think it'll be fine. I, I feel like, I did agree. we, we be not say this preview. ahead of Monaco, that we thought it would be fine? No. And it really was I, I, not. I think we'll get enough to make it interesting.
2: But the Everything'll be close enough to where it won't, it, at least it won't mm. be what we've seen before as far as French Grand Prix goes. I don't think it's going to be the lap-to-lap thriller we've <coughs> just seen, but it, it, I think the top and bottom of it goes, if you've got either Lewis Hamilton uh, or um, Max Verstappen yep. in, an, in an order together somewhere on the track, uh, it's it's always interesting because I, I can't really remember. I think you'd probably have to go back to... Um, Haken and Schumacher, wouldn't you? Where we've seen these the two championship contenders share the same bits of road so much. That is true, but when you say it's going
0: to be interesting, that's also what they, well, still call Steve Davis.
2: Steve Davis is pretty interesting. Ginger's, Time to go, I think. Ginger solidarity.
0: We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye-bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Now.